Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And thanks to Dan Burns, he gives you all the help you need if you need to bring in your vehicle, car, truck, or van. Whatever the case may be, to your favorite dealer, your favorite shop. Dan will, like he has for about 25 years here on CCO, giving you some idea what might be wrong with that view. Good morning, Dan. Good, good to see you. Good morning. Good to be here. Just an alert of folks that were thinking maybe, well, I've heard Dan say that uh, Lloyd's Automotive is open on Saturdays, but you've given the crew uh, a holiday. Yeah, we gave the crew a holiday, so we're going to. I was a little jealous yesterday, actually. About, In what way? About half of them were loading up their cars and oh, boats out. and heading to their cabins. And I thought, I don't have a cabin. I need a cabin. And every, <laughs> everybody in Minnesota has a cabin and drives up north. And then one of my uh, one of my, one of the people said, well, if you're missing a cabin, go uh, get on Highway 94 and try do- driving north to Alexandria. <laughs> you'll change your you'll mind. Be cu- you'll be cured yeah. of your wish. Isn't so, that true? Yeah. yeah. Well, Dan has helped us out for many years here in CCO and can do the same for you if you... Uh, have a question? You want to ask a, a mechanic? You can still call yourself a mechanic, can't you? I do. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Yeah. Uh, some folks call them technicians. But either way, you can call in your question or send a text. Uh, here's the phone number. And you know Dan is going to be here till about 745, so don't wait if you have a question. 651-989-9226. Text, meanwhile, is 81807. I was watching television last night. Tony and I were uh, looking at this uh, Story about uh, g- given all the rain we have around CCO land, uh, some of it evidently is is getting into the uh, gas gasoline supply, the holding tanks, you know, different stations. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna some folks end up with gasoline in their gas tank, water in their gas tank. Uh, what water. did I say? Gas, yes, yeah, you, yes, that's want, all you want. want in your gas tank. <laughs> but what what uh, can happen if? You know, and how do you know it? First well, of all, well, uh, it's actually easier to diagnose nowadays when your with a car won't run right for sure. Yeah, it'll it'll run poorly at best, and so when you get it to the shop, you know, one of the things, one of our tests, and in, in a car that's running poorly, would be to to take a gas sample and see what we have, and be, uh, fortunately, because there is alcohol in all of our gasoline in Minnesota, when we take a sample. We can put it in a test vial and uh, you know see what see what we have there. And because it has alcohol in it, it will have separated. Oh, so, interesting. Uh, we'll know that. I mean, we'll know the we'll know that something's gotten into the gas that's caused the alcohol and the uh, water to sep- separate, or the alcohol and the gasoline to separate. You can vi- you can see you can that. visibly you can see it. In see fact, it. one of the te- <clears throat> sometimes people will mistakenly put E85 in a car that's not equipped to run on E85 and and in the, in that case the test is just the opposite. We'll take our test vial and add some water to it oh. so that the alcohol will purposely separate and we can then we can measure the uh the percentage of alcohol that's in the gas, and uh, that's a test too. Uh, uh, in fact, we just had one here the, in the past couple of weeks where 
they had mistakenly put put E85 on oh, the yeah. car. Car ran, but it didn't run right. Check engine light came on, and and uh, you know it, it was trouble. And uh, then we drained most of it out and and filled it up with good quality gas, and that's all it took. Hmm. So it happened. So there's a test we can do, and I don't know what you can do to, you know, be <laughs> careful uh, not to get that. I guess a, a high volume service station that that is reputable is probably where you should buy your gas and, yeah. and so that it turns over quickly and uh, knowing no uh, when you pull into a gas station, you can take notice of where the big covers are, where they fill the tanks. And if they're on low ground, uh, that would be a reason to be concerned. Uh, you know, you want those tanks or the, the fill the fill to be kind of raised up high so that, yeah. uh, so that water won't get into them. Interesting. I, I've honestly done it. It happens, and it happens quite frequently. I've had it happen at really? my own gas stations in the spring when when uh, ice would build up around the tank fills, and you know the you know overnight or or you know during the day <clears throat> the water would just puddle right over that fill spout and and drain into the well, tanks. So, How about that? Yeah, it's it's a pretty common problem actually. Interesting. We thought we'd talk about that. If you have a a car care question, call it in or text it in. There's a line open if you want to fill it, 651-989-9226. Don is first up. He's calling from Mankato. Don, you're on with Dan. I have got an 03 RAV4. I disconnected the battery, and uh, now it misfires and shifts rough. Uh, Did I damage my engine control model? What's the proper way to reset it? Uh, I did it once before, and it straightened out. But yeah, that's what I would uh, do again. I would disconnect the battery again, and uh, <clears throat> let and leave it for a period of time, and then uh, reconnect carefully, reconnect the battery, and uh, see if things don't come back to life. Sometimes the uh, the computer system will. Uh, you know, it's just like any computer. If you disconnect the power to it, it, when you turn it back on, it will reboot. And that's what you want to have happen. So that's the first thing I would do is try that. If that doesn't take care of it, then you'll probably have to take it into the shop. And there's a good chance that it can just, everything can just be reset. Uh, I think unless you, you know, hook the battery up backwards or something like that, uh, I think that there's a good chance that you did not do any damage. It's just we call it stuck on stupid and we can, <laughs> <laughs> we can uh, usually reset that and, and bring it back to life. There you go, Don. Thank you for the call. Uh, texter wants to know, do you think, does it, uh, does do it yourself maintenance void the warranty on a new car? Do you think? Not at all. No, no really? No. Yeah, well, it's the same as if you bring it, bring in, it into somebody else. Anybody else. Yeah. No, it does. It does not, you know, keep records uh, to see that or to show that you've taken care of it. And, uh, you know, there's not many cases I can even think of uh, other than lack of oil change where, uh, you know, there's any war- warranty issue at all. Interesting. So, yeah, Interesting no, question. Right. Cars are actually, when you think of it, Denny, they, they are very remarkable when you think that, uh, you know, for on many cars, 100,000 miles, Yeah. all you have to do is oil changes and rotate tires. Isn't that amazing? I know. And, and, the brakes last that long and the suspension parts last that long. 
all of the other fluids are designed to run that long. Spark so, plugs. Spark plugs. It's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, oh, things uh, have changed. They sure have made them pr- pretty maintenance-free. I love it, too. Yeah. I don't know. You love it, but you still need maintenance. Well, <clears throat> cars go so long now that after 100,000 miles, there's still plenty, uh, you know, brakes and suspension and all that Plenty sort of, of work to do. There's still plenty for me to do, yeah. All right, hang on, uh, Dan. We're going to take a quick break here. We have uh, text. We have callers. And uh, keep in mind, Dan will be here till about 745, so don't wait if you have a car care question. Uh, call it in or text it in. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. If you don't know where that is, Dan's uh, going to uh, tell us exactly where it's located. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-I-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give call after the weekend at 651-228-1316. I'm going to see you on Tuesday. Sounds good. I'll be yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I'll meet you bright and early. Bright and early. Bright and early. Very good. With the donuts, of course. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, 651-989-9226, text is 81807. Let's go to the phones, Dan. I think uh, John is calling from Stillwater. John, you're on CCO with Dan. Yeah, hi. I've got a 2009 Dodge Charger with uh, about 100,000 miles on it. I just noticed this spring uh, with these bumpy roads we got now that it just seems a little noisier going down the road. And I'm just wondering if it's time to put uh, new shocks and suspension on if there's a rule of thumb for that well there's not exactly a rule of thumb i mean um visually we'll look at the shocks and see if they uh, have leaked out and if they have leaked you know if they've leaked their shocks are filled with the fluid and if they've leaked out then they certainly need to be replaced um on a schedule though uh you're right you know after a hundred thousand miles of minnesota roads uh they've probably served the, their time and uh, could and should be replaced. I mean, it would certainly improve your ride. So, uh, you know, that's probably a, a good idea. If you look at a maintenance schedule, it doesn't say replace shocks uh, at any particular mileage or given time. But at 100,000 miles, I think I probably would uh, would start thinking that way, especially if you're feeling a difference. And in the process of that, if you're hearing something, then they're also you're also going to want to have the shop do an inspection of your suspension. Make sure that all the uh, the uh, ball joints and tie rods and all of those things are tight, like they're supposed to be. That all of the bushings are in place, like they're supposed to be, and not torn or uh, worn out. And uh, so, uh, if you want to restore it back to like new condition, that certainly can be done, and it's not a horrendous job to do it. And I think a really good idea. That's one thing that is kind of fun in our business. You know, there's so many things that we do. I fix your car and you have no idea that I did anything because you don't see it or feel it. But, True. Uh, suspension and tires and those sorts of things, people really do feel the difference and they appreciate uh, the difference uh, when they get the car back that it works really nice. Very good. Thank you, John. Let's go to another John, Minneapolis this time. Uh, John, you're on CCO. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Just fantastic. Oh, great. So am I. Beautiful day. Good. I have a question about a 1999 Toyota Camry. My blower motor seems to have lost all three of the lower speeds at exactly the same time. Just the high speed works. 
and it's inconvenient to have air conditioning on high all the time. So what can I do? You can uh, remove your glove box, and behind the glove box is a... The, is where the blower motor speed resistor is. It's part actually part of the uh, heating and air conditioning box that's behind your your uh, glove box, and you'll see four or five wires going to it. And it's it just screws into the might be on the side of that box or it might be under the bottom of that box. But at any rate, you'll see it there. <clears throat> it's called the blower motor uh, resistor, and if you replace that resistor, that will bring those other speeds back to life. When you have the the blower motor on high, it's running through a separate circuit. It doesn't go through that resistor at all. It's just uh, just straight battery voltage, and that's why the high speed still works, but the rest of them have uh, quit working because that resistor has an open circuit in it and needs to be replaced. Okay, very good. Thank you, John. Dan, we need to take a quick break. Sue, you're going to be next up on the phone, then we'll grab some text messages here on CCO's Car Care Show. And welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. We're around every Saturday, 7 o'clock hour. Dan Burns is in from Lloyd's Automotive helping you out till just about 7.45 till Jack Farrell time. Uh, Dan, we promised Sue in River Falls that she would be next on the air asking questions. Go ahead, Sue. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Mm-hmm. My husband has a 1996 BMW Z3, and... Every once in a while, he has a problem getting gas in it. Like a couple days ago, it took him uh, about 10 minutes to get two gallons of gas in it, and then all of a sudden, it'll free up. He stores it in the winter, and he wonders if that's a problem, and uh, he's taken it to the BMW dealership, and they can't find what's wrong with it. And last summer, he had no problems. Well, they can't find what's wrong with them just because, like you said, after a couple minutes of trying, it freed up and then it took gas. And uh, I was going to say one issue sometimes is the gas pump. Uh, so don't ignore that if it, if uh, if you're having trouble putting gas in your car. Sometimes the pump at the station isn't working right, hmm. and that'll cause a problem. But in your case, it's happened several times. And in, in order for you to be able to put gas in your car – Air needs to come out of your car, and there's a solenoid that opens up to allow that to happen, to allow the air out, so that you can put gas in. And if you can't put, if you can't let the air out, then the exchange happens very slowly, and that's why you have to put gas in so slowly. Why the why the uh, the uh, pump won't let it go in any quicker. Um, so, uh, there, there, and then you took it to the dealership and asked them to check it, and of course everything checks out just fine at that point because at that point that solenoid is working properly. So, in our business, we like to be able to prove what's wrong with the car and say, "Here, I can see this; it's broken and it's not working." Uh, but with uh, an intermittent problem, which is what you're having there, uh, so once in a while we have to make our best guess, which we hate to do. I want to be right, but uh, you know, at at your risk, I'm willing to take a guess and replace the uh, you know the the solenoid, the vent solenoid that will let air out, and because I would guess that that's sticking uh, at times. So, like I say, uh, go back, tell them the whole story. Say you know you've looked at it once and it's not working, or you're not finding anything wrong, but it's still doing it. So. 
what, should, what should we replace that might take care of it? And they'll know exactly what that is. And uh, they're, they're just afraid to take a guess, and you have to ask them to do that for you. Okay. Yeah. It's solvable. Yeah, it is solvable. All right. Thank you, Sue. Uh, there's text message. Bear with me, Dan, because it kind of jumps all over the place. We'll have to piece it together. Uh, it says, hi, I have a 2004 Acura TSX, 149,000 miles on it. The car has been uh, maintained all along, does not have any problems running-wise. Starts in the coldest of weather, runs well. But I've noticed lately that on the center panel where the light on the radio and the clock is, the lights aren't coming on there and don't come on until I get close to my destination. I don't have any check engine lights or battery lights on my dashboard. What could possibly uh, be uh, be wrong? I yeah. guess that's what they're well, saying. <clears throat> we replace an awful lot of those instrument panels on all cars. The, you know, they're they're LED type deals, and uh, they're they fail quite commonly. Uh, they can sometimes be replaced with a new one. Sometimes we'll take the old one out and send it in and uh, have it repaired and put it back in. And, and sometimes we can take the old one out and send it in and exchange it for a uh, a repaired one. Um, but at any rate, and every once in a while it'll turn out to be a connection. But more likely, uh, you know, they've gotten <clears throat> so good, vehicles have gotten so good with connections now that, because they know that it's a, a problem area. And so more, more than likely that, that uh, screen will need to be replaced. And uh, and anybody can do that for you. Sounds like I was looking at the screen. It sounds like there's even more. And actually, Texture says the radio, air conditioning, heat aren't working when those lights are not on. And heat seems to be not working all the time. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's all controlled. You it know, is. That's, that's sure. The beauty and in, in the, the, the problem with, with those LED panels are those, you know, those uh, screens that we have in our cars nowadays is they, you know, it's convenient to have everything in one place there, but it's also a problem in that when uh, when they go bad, they affect every part of the car. So sure, makes sense. Yeah, I, I still think that's what's wrong with it. All right, you know, we're <clears throat> excuse me, we we're talking about uh, water in gas tanks, and a texter just sent in a text says, "How does one get the moisture out of the gas tank?" Well, we take it out. We take the we take the old gas out and dispose of it, and uh, replace it with fresh gas. If it's not too much, uh, you can, you know, the, like I said, the the uh, the alcohol in the gas will cause the water to separate. And if the car is running okay, you know, good enough to to be driving it, you can just run it through the car and and uh, and it'll burn it out. But but if it's a significant amount, that's not good for the car. And so the best thing to do is drain the gas out, which we know how to do, and and then fill it up with clean, fresh fuel. If somebody does not know that they have uh, water in their gas tank and they keep driving it and it's kind of chugging along and they don't bring it in, what can happen to the engine? Well. If anything. Yeah. I mean, I nothing. I, I mean, it's not good for it. It's not good for the uh, engine to get, uh, it's not what you call before a hydro lock. No. Well, no. It, it would take, a, I mean, take a lot of water. Yeah. It would take a lot of water. No. It, and, and that's where it ends up in the combustion chamber. You know, this, in this case, it needs to come through the fuel injector itself. So that's not good for the fuel injector. It's not good for the fuel pump. It's not good for the fuel. Uh, 
system. But uh, on the other hand, I've you know I've I've never seen like a rusty fuel injector because the uh, gas had water in it. So uh, I don't I don't I don't know what kind of trouble it could cause. <laughs> I don't recommend that. My recommendation is if you bring your car into my shop because it's running yeah, rough, poorly whatever. and we find contaminated fuel, my recommendation is let's take that fuel out, not run it through the engine and uh and solve the problem that way. Have you I know we got to run here in a minute. Uh seen at Lloyd's uh, we still hear stories about potholes. Have you seen this winter this season the last couple of seasons? Major damage done on vehicles brought in? You know, we've seen a lot of of major damage and we've seen a lot of residual damage. For example, we've sold way more wheel bearings really? this spring than during than normally during the year and and that's just uh, I think because of abuse, uh, you know, and not not abuse like not like you're abusing your yeah, car. It's the, you have no the choice yeah. to, to drive on the roads that we're provided with, and they're not good. Yeah. So uh, that's hard on a car for sure. It's hard on the suspension system and the wheel bearings and all of that. So uh, nothing you can do. It's what we have, but uh, but beware of it. If you start hearing strange noises, rattling or growling noises from your wheels. Uh, be concerned because we've seen a lot of that. Take him in. Yep. How do we find you guys at Lloyd's? Come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at Lloyd's Automotive, L-L-O-I-D-S, Lloyd'sAutomotive.net, or give us a call, 651-228-1316. See you Tuesday, Dan. Sounds Early. good. All right. Dan Burns, Lloyd's Automotive. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.